Shit We've Read is a proud member of Bilo Network, a network of geeky podcasts. Please visit shitweavered.com to support the show. Now let's talk about some books. Hello, Internet Bookworms, and welcome to Shit We've Read, a sci-fi fantasy book podcast currently hosted by two geeky friends. My name is Jason Rico, and I am joined by my co-host, Laura Benson. Hey, Laura, how's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for uh, having me. You know, you're part of the podcast, <laughs> so I couldn't even if I wanted to. Uh, this is a special minisode, and we'll explain why in a bit. However, you and I, we just wrapped up our first season of shit we've read uh, we, we launched back in may and uh, this will 20, be 2021 yep it was definitely our our pandemic project and we will be launching season two uh next month but from the time this episode releases and to celebrate and to kind of mix up the podcast and go bigger and better we uh have some pretty exciting news in that we are bringing in a third full-time co-host. Yay! <laughs> we are so excited to have another co-host. Our listeners have already heard her voice before. <laughs> uh, but welcome to the team, Bella Romero. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up? here the whole time. Oh, my goodness. Wow, surprise. <laughs> Shocker. The yeah. the locks on this place. <laughs> Change the passwords on yep. those endcasts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome officially. Yay, I'm excited. Yeah, we've already done a couple of little things to prepare. You guys are going to see a whole new look out there for the podcast. Yeah. 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 Some new yeah, pictures, updating the website, all that good stuff. And everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taking this seriously for once in our lives. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, welcome. We're super excited to have you join us. Um, like Laura mentioned, you've been on the podcast before. I think you've been on three episodes. Yeah, I realized the other day I was talking about it. Like, it, you know, people were like, "What? What's? Wait, what? You're on a podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've done one, two, three episodes." Yeah, <laughs> I was there for yep. a quarter of the year. So yeah, yeah, you're one of our first guest hosts, um, and yeah, you've kind of this hung about, lingered. Like you said, you've been here the entire time. Okay. okay. <laughs> lingered. Invited back. She just back. never left. She just yeah. never left. We just went back to Zencaster. She was still on the call. <laughs> still reading the books. Just still hoping book. to get asked. Yeah. You know, Laura, so Laura and I, when we first started the podcast, um, in our initial discussions, we, we kind of talked about starting with a third host. We kind of wanted a third host, but we didn't really know um, who that would be. It's like, we'll just, we'll just do guest hosts, not really as an audition process, but just, we'll just do guest hosts because we like talking about books, with different people. Um, yeah, but we definitely had a lot of fun when you're on the episodes. Uh, we always liked what you had to say. You were insightful and funny most of the time. Um, and, uh, <laughs> only people could see my facial expression. <laughs> Bella, Bella is constantly, it's fine. I'll get him back. And offended. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it. I'll get him back for that. Don't you guys worry? I mean, I'm pretty sure year if together. anybody goes back and listens to the last three episodes you've been you've been on, you you've gotten me already enough on those episodes. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hold back on my shade. Let's just, just you, say no, that. No, not at all. That's okay. That's I don't okay. pull my punches. Yeah. 
Um, so we should probably talk about how we know you a little bit and, and just get to know you a little better for our listeners, because back when we first launched this, Laura and I did a Meet the Hosts Minnesota, which if you haven't listened to that, you can go ahead and listen to that to get to know Laura and I. But now it's all about Bella and getting to know Bella. So we know you from outside the podcast. You and I used to work together for a few years like a yeah, a couple years we met um, in my first job after college uh, at an advertising agency in Sacramento where Rico still currently works. I'm still here. Um, I don't know why. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's because he's really, he's really wow. important. They can't lose him. They can't lose him. To be honest, um, without without Rico, they'd have no video editing. So they keep him very happy and they let him record the podcast there. And you know, we have meetings there. It's pretty great. Um, so yeah, so we met at work. Um, and I remember when I first met Rico, uh, you know, like when I'd interviewed, they were like, Oh, like, what are you into? And I was like, Oh, you know, I really like star Wars. They're like, Oh, we have someone who really likes star Wars too. It's Rico. You should Jason Rico, but we call him Rico. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I'll go talk to him. And I remember being like introducing myself and being like, Oh, Hey, I'm, I'm Bella. And I I hear you like star Wars. And you were like, yeah, I guess. And just for so, well, I don't remember this at all. So wow. indifferent, but it wasn't like, oh, I don't care about her. It was like, yeah, I mean, like you know, I like Star Wars. I think he was like trying not to be that nerd at the office or something. I don't know. He was trying to pretend like he was cool. I don't really, I don't really know because now that I know him, I'm like, how could he ever pretend not to like Star Wars and geeky things? Like that does not make sense now. Um, but at the time, you're like, yeah, you know, I like Star Wars, and I think, I think he thought. I just liked Star Wars. I think he thought like, oh, it's just someone who's like seen the movies a couple times. And then I think I proved myself worthy of calling myself a Star Wars fan. I don't remember this at all. So I I really can't speak to it. Yeah, clearly one of us has more drama (laughs) around meeting each other. (laughs) We Um, were frenemies, you guys. This is my villain origin story (laughs) of why I destroy Rico's life. Um. Um, Well, in, in my defense, there have been instances in the agency where I have talked about geeky stuff and realized I was like talking much, to like, yeah. a, like a wall. Like, oh, yeah. you guys aren't on my level. And the the example that always comes to mind was when uh, Ant-Man from Marvel Cinematic Universe was being produced. They announced who was going to be Ant-Man, which was Paul Rudd. Uh, I was familiar with Ant-Man and I was – excited that Paul Rudd was going to be cast as his character. At the time, it was really mm-hmm. a unique choice because he's more mm-hmm. of a comedic actor. And one of my coworkers had a big crush on Paul Rudd. And so I got very excited and I turned to my coworkers. I was like, hey guys, guess who just got cast as Ant-Man, Paul Rudd? And it was crickets. Because they had no idea who Ant-Man was because he's not one of the bigger superheroes that people would have heard of. And so I think that was my trauma where like, I need to tone down <laughs> How geeky I get. So yeah. when someone probably comes like, hey, I like Star Wars. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I will wait to see what that means because I don't want to be like, yeah. oh, my God. That was, oh, my that God. Was so that was the vibe. Yeah. yeah, that was – it was like, oh, okay. Like, sure, cool, you know. And like you didn't you didn't say – like I don't even think you engaged me in conversation. <laughs> like it was like, oh, from what I've heard, he's really into geeky things. Like this is not what I expected wow. at all. And so I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Like, I'll win him over slowly but surely. And I did, needless to say. Um, yeah, with my, Between Harry Potter and Star Wars, we really connected. I don't like Star Trek, so I think this is why we're frenemies, you guys. Um, it's true. Because I am not a Star Trek nerd at all. Or even, like, 
Lord of the Rings, but you're not high fantasy. That's more yeah. my issue with Z, um, our other guest host, who is a friend of ours that we also met through this same workplace. Yep. Um, but yeah, and then through meeting Rico, I got to get got to know Laura uh, and Oblivion Coffee and Comics in Sacramento and through the various movie premieres and stopping by for your incredible teas and chai lattes. <laughs> um, just, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the first friends. time we, uh, we, I think it was, we actually met was at the um, escape room for his birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like really got to spend time. Like, yeah. Getting well, to know like, each other. It was yeah. like the good time. Like we, we all, cause you got to work together in escape yeah. room. Thrown into the fire. Yeah. We just, <laughs> <laughs> and then every time after that, he was like, Oh, um, can Bella come to this or whatever? I'm like, yeah, yeah. duh. Of course. Yeah. Like you'd be like, Oh, like Laura and Jace are going to be there. And I was like, cool. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do this thing. So yeah, it just kind of organically, I feel like all came together. And then you guys were doing the book podcast and the rest is history. We yeah. come full circle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I knew you read, so it made sense to invite you to be a guest. Yeah. And um, you're geeky, obviously. So we have the same interest. <laughs> but because this is a book podcast, obviously, like yeah. specifically what genres do you enjoy the most well that is such a complicated answer because <laughs> i am very picky yet i will read anything anyone recommends to me um so i have always loved historical fiction um just growing up i think that's what you read a lot in school and so i always really enjoyed it um and it just, it felt like a way to apply the knowledge that I was learning in class too, like through learning about the Egyptians, like reading historical fiction based on Cleopatra and like other sort of Egyptian mythology and things like that. Like that's how I got familiar with the content um, and really like ingrained in my brain and in my memory, which has come in handy um, in my life. <laughs> uh, so surprisingly, mythology just always comes back um, into conversations but um, yeah, historical fiction, basically fiction as a whole, I'm a huge fan of. You really can't go wrong. Like if you get me a fiction book, I will probably like it. Um, but yeah, sci-fi, obviously, between Star Wars and just everything else that I read, big fan. But I would say fantasy is probably my bigger love between the two, especially on shit we've read. We've read a lot of fantasy together, urban fantasy Especially, I think, you know, Rico has said it really well before where it's like it's based in reality. So it's really easy to like put yourself into the story um, mm -hmm. when the settings are so familiar. So like my favorites, you know, since growing up, Harry Potter, duh, um, Percy Jackson, all of those like the I can't remember, but the Roman version of Percy Jackson, um, <laughs> like Camp Roman or whatever it is. It, it was good, but I, I still think Percy Jackson was just at such a critical point in my development that I'll probably never forget those stories. Same with Harry Potter. Like, I I mean, I beat Rico at trivia for Harry Potter, okay? So that's... Wow. That's by one point, wow. but he will never, ever live it down. Because I gave you the point is what it was. I gave you an answer, and you beat mm -hmm. me by one answer. Mm -hmm. You don't know that it was that answer, though. No, but, the, but you got an extra point yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so. I mean, just goes to show when Rico's nice. This is why Rico is never nice because it never, it never works out for him. 
<laughs> it just bites him in the ass. Uh, poor Rico. Um, not bitter about that at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'm never. I'm never gonna let you forget that. That's my favorite thing. Please don't include my little evil chuckle <laughs> in the final. <laughs> He's going to definitely <laughs> include it now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He may be like, she said not to include this, so sucks to suck. Um, let's see what other genres do I like. Oh, anything that involves like the retelling of a story. I love a good fairy tale retelling. Gender bending, especially like when you flip the characters. Like, so that's why I'm really excited to listen to or sorry, read Misrule and Malice and talk to the author. Like, I love a good plot twist on a story we're all too familiar with cinder the cinder series or the lunar chronicles so good um all of those were really fun to listen to actually listened to those because of you guys um because of your podcast i was like oh i've always wanted to read these and you guys raved about them um and it made me rediscover uh the series that i had always i i think i saw it in borders all those years ago when there was still a borders in davis Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember being like, oh, it's like Cinderella. Like, that's really cool. I love I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I've I've read a lot of princess retellings. There was like the Princess Academy or something like that. And it's a ah man, that's going to bug me. Hold on. I have to find it. Man, that's going to bother me. I need to remember this stuff. This is where I'm like, I am the worst at remembering Titles and authors. I mean, there is a Princess Academy series. There is, but it's not that one. Um, This just means that you need to get on Goodreads and start keeping track. I know, but this is where, like, you guys also said this in your host episode, where it's like, I didn't have Goodreads when I was really into reading, and especially growing up. Like, that was, Facebook wasn't even a thing. Like, Ellen Chanted, like, those kinds of books where you just, you have such a different portrayal of these super familiar characters um and they're just they're really good and that's it makes it easy to jump into it um and it also makes it easy to find books that you like like if you liked this you'll like this one Mm -hmm. um so that's usually how I kind of go about hopping from genre to genre is like someone says you know this is really similar to that book you should read it and then I read it and then someone else goes oh if you liked that book you should read this one and then I just kind of hop around and I, but I always end up back at fantasy. It's just fantasy land is my favorite park in Disneyland. Fantasy is my favorite genre of books. Um, and then historical fiction. I think it's probably the, the hierarchy of books. But yeah. I didn't know you were so into uh, the fairy tale retellings, honestly. Uh, really? I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Wow. I, you know, that's something I just feel like is so part of who I am. Like, I don't really even think about it anymore. Because growing up, we loved Disney. Like, the Disney movies were always on. My mom did not let us watch PG-13 movies until we were 15, I think. So Disney (laughs) was quite the staple in our house. Other than Star Wars and, like, Indiana Jones, like, classic, I would say classic movies. (laughs) And my house, those were classics. (laughs) My mom's a huge Star Wars and Indiana Jones nerd, so we watched those really young. So whenever I found a book that was, like, a familiar character i just i had to know it i had to know what was going on so yeah i do i do really love a good fairy tale retelling that is it's my bread and butter i have a list of some some retellings that i kind of want to get to at some point Ooh, um, we should now that yeah now that i know that you're into them I, i'll share the list with you maybe we can oh oh yeah one. let's make an episode about that yeah, yeah. 
I could I could do that all day. I'll actually research the books I used to read. Bring a, <laughs> bring them in. <laughs> yeah, I have a full list, and I keep I keep pushing them back. I never really get to them. Yeah. No, and I'm I'm trying to get more into it, like especially with the podcast. So I'll take I'll take some books. Right. Yeah, I read fast. You guys, it's like a hundred pages an hour. Is how fast I read. So especially for fiction books, it's pretty fast. Yeah, that is really fast. Man, why go do I gotta it. read so slow compared to everybody? Let's tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Laura. It's a blessing and a curse because then I, I go through books so fast that I'm like, and I had 10 books to read on vacation and I've read them all. Um, yeah. We just, we used to do road trips and um, that's a lot of driving. And so I would, I would read in the car. And you, I can't even do that. Yeah. That I can, makes me I car can sick. still do that. <laughs> oh God. It was my favorite thing would just to be like get lost in a book and end up like at some cool destination that is yeah. cool it was awesome loved loved that part of my childhood for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was fun got to see the country and i got to read a whole bunch of books mm-hmm. but again it was like okay i brought 10 books to read and we're a week in we have a week left i'm done like all these books have been read and reread and then i think we picked up this was when I think Eclipse came out. Oh. Eclipse came out. Yeah, the Twilight series Eclipse. And I remember we picked that up at the Borders or Barnes and Noble in Times Square, New York. And I remember that's where I picked it up and read it. Um, and I'd already had friends calling us like because there's no texting and calling and being like, have you read the book yet? And I'm like, I am waiting till I get to New York to see the big bookstore. And that is the the souvenir that I will bring back. <laughs> So this yeah. is why you need to have a e-library on you at all times. So you never without books. This is why I love Kindles. Yeah. And yeah. now Libby and Hoopla like changed my life. Like just being able to be like, oh, I'm going on a trip. I need a book. What do yeah. I want to read? And like yeah. downloading three or four. And if I have time, great. And if I don't, they're, they didn't, they weigh nothing. It's like my little tiny Kindle that's not even a pound. Yeah. I just started using Hoopla some more. Yeah, but me too. our library limits like each library can limit how many you check out a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did not know ours is only five. Wait, oh, on Hoopla, yeah. I used them all to read graphic novels, and then I couldn't check out anything else. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I save Hoopla for my audiobooks. <laughs> yeah, Hoopla is my audiobook because you can't send the Hoopla book to your Kindle, or at least oh I yeah, it that's out. right. Yeah. So I use Hoopla for audiobooks and then Libby is like my digital and audiobooks, but mostly the Kindle versions. Um, Yeah. And actually, I just learned you guys, I meant to tell you guys today when we met for our photo shoot that um, if you live anywhere in California, you can get LA and San Francisco public library cards (gasps) just for being a California resident. What? You're welcome. We're going to have to do this. I know. I know. So you can get their Libby and their Hoopla as well. All right. You might have to apply in person. I'm not sure, but at the very least you can try on the internets. I haven't looked into it, but someone told me that they were, because I was like, how do you always find books? And they were like, oh, I'm a member of multiple libraries. I was like, oh, tell me more tell me your secrets i need to read because sometimes you know the book you need especially for the podcast is not available and i've got a week to read it i can't wait yeah see i want to i want to sign up for davis because it's like right there and i'm from davis and i have a p.o box there still 
but I'm terrified that they will ask for the money I inevitably owe them for my childhood of late books. I'm so worried they're going to collect on those fines, which are probably a lot now, but I've never checked. I I thought I read somewhere that they were waiving fees during the pandemic. Excellent. Thank you. I will re-look into that, that then. <laughs> But yeah, I because at some point my mom my mom is terrible about like returning books and movies. Like we were always mm. late to doing those things. And so, you know, we'd always have late fees. Um, but when you have a kid who rents 10 books, that adds up. Yeah. Um, so I know at some point I think we owed like a hundred bucks to the library. And I just <laughs> no. stopped going to no, be wow. like, I'm not paying wow. for that. Yikes. Yeah. But I have not tried since. I'm scared. I'm genuinely scared to go back in there. <laughs> You're going to walk I into the like wine sign with your picture on it. I, I <laughs> am a little bit nervous about that. Just have Xander. Just go through Xander. Yeah, they'll be like, huh, your, your account has cobwebs on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's even possible. Yeah, he is not a reader. My fiance, you guys, also from Davis. We grew up there. Um, he did not read. He hates reading. I mean, when he did read, he would like go and buy the book because he would only read once, twice a year. So <laughs> like might as well buy the book and keep it because it took him so long to read it. Like he couldn't just borrow it from the library. So I don't understand that. That's not the problem I have. So <laughs> can't complete identify. Opposite. Yeah. Complete yeah. opposite problem. It was can't like, wait, I can only check out 20 books. Can I take 30? Like. Are you, can we just up my limit? Um, I was that kid at this, at like the school library that was like, you can only have three books. And I'd be like, are you, excuse me? I picked eight. I can't put, I can't put five back. I, I already promised them I was going to read them. You can't make me choose between <laughs> my children. Are you kidding yeah. me? I've adopted no, it was them like, already. I've it was like, I have names. room in my backpack. Like, what do you mean? I can't have them. They were like, you, re- are you real? They didn't believe me. They were like, you're not really reading these. I was like, I am actually reading these. I promise. I read them all. Yeah. I actually like did not get into honors English in in seventh grade because I think my teacher legitimately thought I was not reading. Even though I finished the entire book list for the whole class. She was like, I just I just don't think you're ready for that. I was like, but I I read all the books and I did two book reports. Wow. And it was like, "Mm, I don't think you're ready. And then I got. Yeah, it was very interesting. But now you're a teacher, right? Yes, now I'm an English teacher, and so I do not do that to my students. <laughs> they want to read all the books. Uh, now, I do have students who supposedly have read the book seven times and then fail the quiz, and I'm like, so you're not really, like, processing what you're reading, and you need to, like, process the plot and, like, the stories that are coming out of this, like, the lessons, the symbolism, right? Um, so we're learning that they haven't had a teacher all year. Their uh, teacher mm. got promoted to an assistant principal like back in November. So they've just had a substitute all year and they were just getting homework assigned to them through Google Classroom. Um, and they were just told like, sit there, be quiet, read, finish the homework, like read, finish the homework. Like that's all you do. There was no discussion, no lectures, nothing um, from a teacher, like no guidance. And they're in seventh grade and they spent two years in online learning. Like yeah, they're not ready to be students. Um, so we're reading The Outsiders right now. Um, and I gave them their first quiz. And they were like, wait, we have to have a quiz every week? And I was like, yes. <laughs> they're like, "How? What, what do we have to read to? And I was like, you have to read two chapters this week. They were like, two chapters this week? 
And I was like, that is 20 pages, 20 pages. You have seven days to do that. Oh my gosh. And they were like, that's a lot. Kids, that's not a lot. (laughs) Like if you read five pages a day, you would still be done before the quiz. And then we're going to talk about it in class. And I'm going to basically give you the answers. And you just need to take notes and then study it and then take a quiz. So we're starting from scratch a little bit with these kids. We're teaching them study skills. But uh, yeah, the first quiz, like some students did really well. And I would say at least a quarter of my students did really badly just because I think they didn't they not are not used to reading and are not used to being tested on that kind of content. And reading skills are hard to teach, I will say. I'm still figuring it out. But yeah, at least they have a good book. I'm like, The Outsiders is way better than anything I read in seventh grade. Call of the Wild. Come on. You'd rather read that? At least at least <laughs> the Outsiders movie is good and pretty close to the book, kids. <laughs> you could you could watch the movie and still get by. Well, it sounds like you're uh, probably a pretty good teacher to those kids. You sound pretty understanding and willing to just work with them. Right? (laughs) They're so cute, though. I miss them. So (laughs) can't wait. Hopefully the strike ends soon so I can hang out with them. But teachers do deserve it. So don't end the strike just because I want to see my kids. (laughs) So a bit ago, you mentioned uh, reading skills Mm -hmm. are hard to teach. Yeah. Uh, And I think a lot of people who learn good reading skills is because you started reading really young because you got a love of reading Mm -hmm. from somewhere. Yeah. Where did you get your love of reading? Well, that's funny you ask. Um, I realized recently that I got it from my grandmother. Um, So my mom is not a reader. She has her PhD, but she hates reading, Um, which is hilarious because that involves a lot of reading. I don't, (laughs) I really don't know how she did it. I think she probably really struggled on the reading parts of her degree program. Um, very good at research skills, very good at presentations, like pulling everything together. But the reading was definitely not her uh, favorite thing to do. Um, and my dad is definitely not a reader, like basically had to get dragged to finish college um, by my mom. And so, but my grandmother, we recently moved her from Florida to California. And I remember she liked reading. Um but I just thought she liked like little paperback, like mystery novels, you know, the kind you'd find at like the bookstore for a dollar or the thrift store for like 25 cents, right? Like she would just kind of pick a book and start reading it. Um, and it was always mysteries, always like a whodunit crime book. And then I get to her house and we're moving her. We're packing up her stuff and I see her bookshelf and I was like, oh, grandma, like this isn't what happened to your books. She used to have like several bookshelves and there was now just this one that was pretty sparse. Uh, for her. It was pretty full for normal people. And, <laughs> <laughs> but in my opinion, I was like, this is very empty. Uh, there were some gaps, you know, you could fit another book or two in there. Um, and she she was like, oh, I had to leave them behind in Wyoming because they moved from Wyoming to Florida like five or six years ago because my grandpa had a stroke. And so they left with my uncle to Florida when he left. And I was like, oh, you had to leave your book? She was like, yeah, you know, I, I was kind of sad, but I'd read a lot of them, so it was okay. I'll, I'll probably just take a couple now. Um, I don't need all these books. I've read, I haven't read most of them, though. I was like, oh, well, Grandma, let's go through it and let's, let's you know, see what you want to bring. Cut to like three hours later, my grandmother is inspecting each and every single book. 
like and like looking through and like reading the back and checking the author bio and it's like oh I remember this I was at the bookstore and I like telling me the story of each and each and every single book how she got it why she picked it out if she had already read it or if she couldn't remember the plot no matter what the book ended up in the box to go to California (laughs) regardless of what the story was or if she'd read it or not it came to California and this was the woman who was like, oh, like I don't need any. I was like, well, Grandma, we have plenty of room in the storage pod. Bring whatever. I think we left six books behind and brought about six moving boxes of books with us. Wow. And my stepdad was like, why were you encouraging her? And I was like, listen, this woman has already given up a lot. Her husband is dead. Please just let her bring the books she wants, okay? Like, just let her have this. And he was like, oh. Okay. Sounds good. And like she was like letting me pick books. So I actually have a bunch of books from my grandmother. She loved like those readers digest books, the Mm -hmm. anthologies that are like really pretty and leather bound. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, you can have those. I love those. But like, I don't need them. They're very decorative. And I was like, yes, grandma. We have similar tastes. We have similar (laughs) vibes about books should be pretty but then also like even though and we both love like the whodunit like we love guessing who's gonna what the plot is gonna be Mm -hmm. and who's gonna be the villain um the one difference is is she will skip to the end just to find out i i don't do that i do not do that um i used to do that when i was little i used to be like oh i want to just know the ending and so i would like skip to the end and read it like the last chapter and then I would still finish the book but she will just like skip to the end like I gave her uh the silent patient which is a book I really really like a really great mystery actually I think I told Rico he should read it um and I forgot to bring that today sorry Rico um but it was really good but she was like oh yeah just like kept just dragging on so I just skipped to the end ultimately and I was like grandma this book is this book is not a skip to the end kind of book like you're supposed to kind of get through it and question things and then when it oh I was like grandma that was not the point um but at least you read it and at least you enjoyed it and that's all I can ask um but yeah so I got my love of reading definitely from my grandma um because my mom and my mom and my stepdad were like I don't understand why she wants all these books and I was like look even if you read them sometimes you go back but sometimes it's just nice to have the physical book so Mm -hmm. that you can like point to it and be like I read it she likes to give me books. So she was like, oh, I saved all these books for you. And I was like, oh, I did get it from her. Hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. be this crazy book lady when I'm older. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I like my grandma. She cool. <laughs> we go thrifting <laughs> together. We go book shopping together. It's pretty great. That's awesome. <laughs> I met her once. She seems so, pretty cool. She seemed pretty cool. Yeah. She's pretty cool. She's pretty sweet. <laughs> She'll probably come to a beers date whenever we go as a – as a team, she, I don't think I've taken her there yet. So, uh, but she's actually been to that East Sac bookstore before me. So she's getting mm, out. She's cooler than you. Obviously. Yeah. Checking out all the hot spots, all the literary hot spots <laughs> at Sacramento. I invited her to join the podcast instead of you. <laughs> she would, she would hate it. She hates technology, but, <laughs> okay. but she would appreciate being invited. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does not like Zoom. She does not do that. <laughs> well, Bella, thanks for some insight into who you are and um, what you like reading and all that. Is there any other big hobbies you like doing so people can kind of get to know you as 
a well-rounded person mm-hmm. who just doesn't Yeah, read. you know, when I am not reading, um, which is often nowadays, I feel like as an adult, you just don't have as much time to read um, mm-hmm. as you would like. Um, but yeah, when I'm not reading, I'm usually camping. Um, love camping. Love the outdoors. Um, nice. I would love to live in a world without technology. I'm very much into the cottage core vibe. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's just – I will – I've left my phone at home when going to work and just, like, not realized it until, like, a few hours into my day. So, like, that's how much I don't like technology, which is funny because now I'm on a podcast, which is very much about technology. Um, <laughs> we could do an analog how you, podcast. <laughs> we're going to do an analog podcast. Come to my living room and yep. I will just talk to you about books. Yeah. Would love that. Anyone is welcome to do that. Um <laughs> But love a good picnic, love camping. I love thrifting. That's my, I think my big hobby right now is thrifting and like flipping furniture. Um, Whenever I have a spare afternoon, I pick up grandma and we go to Deseret Industries or like Salvation Army or Goodwill. And I found a lot of really cool stuff that way. And I was telling Rico, like all our props, you guys are going to be thrifted now. I've got you. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, Yeah, it's 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 fun. I just I love going there. I love giving life to new things. Um, They definitely have more character to them Um, and also better prices like one dollar brass candlestick versus a thirty dollar brass candlestick. from Mm. Anthropology. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And yeah. you found me the last mug I needed for, to collect my was it like 1994 Batman Forever McDonald's mug set. Wow, that was, that was a good day. Yeah, hey. someone yeah. had donated like two full sets of them, I wow. think, or at least one full set. And then they had like multiples of the Riddler, multiples of Two Face. Some of them are actually still there at the thrift store. I just saw that this week. I was like, I found a couple, like one or two that were hidden in there, like. Clearly, Maybe you should go get a second, a second set just says back Yeah, does yeah, Desiree Industries, <laughs> Rico. Go get it. What if one breaks? You never know. They're glass. I nice. know. That's why I was like, you should, yeah, you should go back and get it. I thought you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think those are like my big main hobbies. I love doing anything with my hands. Very creative. Like, I like researching things. Um, I'm also planning a wedding right now, so that takes a lot of my time, um, unfortunately, just because I'm like, I don't care about weddings. But I guess you kind of have to plan them regardless. Like no matter what level of interest you have, you have to put thought into it. And you kind of have to care about at least your own. Exactly. I'm like, it's exhausting. It is. (laughs) All the details that you're like. And we only have 50 people going. So I'm like, it's very chill. And the best part is we're in a museum. So I'm like, your party favor is the ticket to the museum that you get to go in for free. You're having your wedding in a museum? Oh, yeah. Laura, we have not talked about it. Yeah. Museums, you guys, that's hot tip on the wedding market. Uh, They do not charge you a lot to rent their spaces. And like our catering is McCormick and Schmicks. Like it's going to be so good. Um, We did the tasting back in January and I'm like, all right, that's done. Everything is done. Hopefully soon. I'm I'm ready to be done, but it's going to be fun. So at least there's that. <laughs> It'll all be worth it in the end and the photos will be great. And then I can say that I never, ever have to plan a wedding ever again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, you've heard the details. So September 31st at 4 p.m. Meet us there and uh, celebrate. That is uh, definitely not the date or time. So <laughs> well, September 31st doesn't exist anyway. It's September yeah, 30th. Yeah, I was like, that's definitely so, not the right. Uh, you know, I, I don't want people crashing your actual wedding. So. Yeah, I actually, I purposely will not be sharing those specific details. But, but yeah, so that's that's really all I do, you know, is, oh, and I, I'm getting my master's at the same time. 
<laughs> that I'm doing all of this uh, in public administration. So I do want to change the world a little bit, but mostly I just want to be a boss and boss people around. Um, not really. I don't actually like being a boss, but I do like being a manager. So that is fun. But mostly because I like being there for people. I like being the one that's like, no, take a day off. Like, go home. Don't be here in the office. Um, so I want the I want the power to be like, please turn off your cameras. It is a Monday yeah. morning. You do not have to be on Zoom. Or like, oh, you're getting married? Like, take two weeks off. I don't care. Like, enjoy your life. Live life. You know, we we work to live. We do not live to work. And nobody dreams of labor. So no job is a dream job. Thank you very much. That's my TED Talk. Um, yeah. So. Well, yeah. that's a great place to end it. I All think. right. <laughs> I, think <so> too. <laughs> I don't think I can top that. So yeah. that's my insight. Well, Bella, thanks again for sharing. Of course. And uh, for joining us. Super excited. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for the next year. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Let's see yeah. if you live up to my standards, Rico, and oh, well, we'll you'll be see. invited back. Yeah. Now, well, now this is me and Laura running the show. Oh, this, oh okay. I'm getting pushed out. I see what's yep. happening now. Yep. I was scared of this. Okay. Well. <laughs> It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, your first official episode is going to be out next month, uh, yep. May the 4th, which would be the perfect day to do a Star Wars book, maybe? You know, possibly. <gasps> possibly. Yeah, maybe. I, think, I think that could work out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you say you're a Star Wars fan, so I guess we'll, we'll find I'm out. I'm like only kind of into Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys were on video, you would see my entire Star Wars collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Art and Legos. Yeah. There's like seven Star Wars Lego um, sets behind there's you. There's like three Star Wars books behind me, which is surprisingly <laughs> not a lot, um, considering I love books. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your favorite Star Wars film, just so everybody knows, is The Last Jedi, right? Just. <laughs> <laughs> the that's, that's not funny at all if you guys have not listened to the previous podcast episode somehow we always always bring up the last jedi yeah. and it is a trash movie filled with trash people um ryan johnson you owe me lots of my time and money back <laughs> so on that note <laughs> what else what else do we have to say well, I mean, if you want anybody to follow you on your socials, go ahead and. I mean, I don't you. post a lot. You're welcome to follow me, but I do not post a lot. Um, at Bella underscore Romero on Instagram and at Bella underscore Romero underscore on Twitter. Um, and TikTok. I'm also on TikTok. I don't know my handle, but follow us on <laughs> Shit We've Read TikTok because we will be posting there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're, we're joining Book Talk. It's going to happen. That's all I want out of life to be on book talk so we posted our first tiktok this morning so we did yeah he didn't know but we did oh okay we did so we're officially up and running we folks. are on the book yeah. talk mm-hmm. yep. yeah, scared okay well. <laughs> they're they're more scared than we are trust me they don't want to know what's in our brains <laughs> well i think that's it i think that's Excellent. a good introduction i think at least I got to know you a little better. I learned some new stuff, mm-hmm. even though I've known you for years. So I know. That was I didn't know you didn't know those things about me. So now yeah. you know. Yeah. The more you know. Well, very excited to have you, Bella. Excited to be here. Thank you guys for somehow thinking I was a good host and inviting me back. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm excited. I'm excited to keep reading and to have a reason to read and a reason to live. So thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) 
our pleasure. All right. We'll see you for Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. <laughs> bye. Shoot We've Read is hosted by Laura Benson, Jason Rico, and Bella Romero, with music by Joshua Chilton and editing by Jason Rico. To join the discussion on this and all other books we've read, find us at Shit We've Read on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. For more information about us or to request transcripts, please visit shitweavered.com. This podcast is part of the Bilo Network. Visit bilonetwork.com for more great geeky podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Ooh.